I'm Scott Abraham from ABC7 in Washington, D.C. You know who it is. Travis Thomas Experience. This is Eric Edholm of Yahoo Sports. This is Mitch Tischler. This is Al Galdi, and you're listening to The Big Douglas Show. All right, this is The Big Douglas Show, and my guest today is Charles Leto Jr. Charles, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Doing real well. I appreciate you take a little bit of time out of your busy schedule to uh, stop by and chat with us today. You are a, you're an Oakland guy, right? Born and raised. Uh, from Oakland to Idaho to Chicago to D.C. I mean, you've made the trek all the way across uh, country uh, in some cold places, my friend, some cold places. Yep. Uh, it's a little warmer in D.C. Definitely. Much warmer. But humid, not not so humid out on the West Coast. Yeah, yeah. I was just actually talking to my wife about that not too long ago. How um, I've been on every single time zone. So I started off on Pacific time zone, Mountain time zone, Central, and now I'm Eastern. So it's kind of funny how I've literally been on every single part of well, not every single part, but you know what I mean. Every single time zone of the year, yeah. it's been kind of cool. So now I have to uh, schedule out like when I'm calling my parents and all my friends back at home in California. The time, time zones are a funny thing to get used to. Absolutely. Video games have been very tough with me and my boys. I, that's right. That's right. I bet. I bet. Uh, 30, happy early birthday to you. 30 this Saturday, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. With a big 3-0. And, and 100 games played in a row. Tell me the secret to 100 games played in a row. Yeah, so it's this thing called luck. Yeah, I mean, that's honestly, that's that's really what it is. But no, just definitely just, you know, taking it day by day and making sure I just take care of my body, doing things. Like, right before I got on this, so I had to push it back. I was just getting a massage. So, you know, just, just definitely doing things to take care of my body, man. Just, I mean, that's one thing that a vet told me, Jermon Bushrod. One of my one of my vets when I was younger, great human being. He always told me, make sure you take care of your body. And that's one thing I listened to. What is the what is the schedule like maintenance-wise? I think people would be surprised exactly. Yeah, you know, there's a there's a ton of studying and, and practicing going on, but I would I would guess more time spent conditioning the body and working on the body than there is practicing actual football. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Um the body is. I mean, if you can't use your body, you, you use your, we use our bodies to play the sport, you know? So you got to make sure you take care of that. Um, before I, before I even go to meetings, I'm doing something in the weight room, doing something uh, movement wise, um, you know, prep wise for my body for that day, you know, before I even, you know, do anything. So that's just something I've been doing since I've been younger, um, probably since uh, like my second year, ever since Jamal told me about that. Um, and it's been sticking and it's been working. And I don't, I don't, I'm not, a, I'm a very routine guy and I don't like to, you know, change things up like that. So I'm always, I'm always going to keep doing the things that work for me, you know? You are a, a proud girl, dad. I'm curious what you do when you get home to, to relax and unwind with the kiddos. You have a routine with them. How does that work? Yeah, got a routine with them, uh, depending on what day. Um, I'm definitely giving my oldest girl uh, a bath and, probably read to her then we then we headed to bed because you know she goes to bed pretty early around this time uh my youngest one she's still up 
she's always up. She just she doesn't she doesn't know anything but to be up. So hanging out with her is pretty easy. Like she just lets me know when she needs a bottle and you know, right now she's, you know, still trying to roll, still doing the rolling over and doing all that type of stuff. So just being, just being there and, you know, having her see me is, it, it just puts a smile on her face, which puts a smile on my face. No doubt. Uh, I saw you had asked on Twitter about people's favorite games. You mentioned a game I've never heard before, Monopoly Deal. You'll have to tell me what this is. Yeah. It's, uh, you got one second? Yeah. I'll show you. Absolutely. Absolutely. I rather show you because this is one of my this is one of my favorite games. Me and yeah. my wife play this. We're very competitive. All right, so this is what Monopoly Deal looks like. I'll just take this set of hands right here. All right, here go the cards. Boom, we got that. Okay. Right, and uh, with the cards, you know, you get a card. Like you remember this card? Like that's like. You know, uh, it's, it's a wild property, but you know, the, the red and the yellow yeah. was, uh, I forget what they are, actually. Uh, yeah. Illinois. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you collect these cards. Baltic, Atlantic. Yeah, you get these cards and you got to basically build. And it's kind of cool that I guess you got this card right here. You can, you can hit people with rent with the cards, <laughs> put houses on it, you can get a wild property to add on that. And the whole objective of the game is basically get three sets of uh, of a kind. So you can get like Boardwalk and Park Place and you can get all the red and all the yellow and that's how you win. But they have other cards in there that can stop you from winning, uh, like Say No's and this is a really big card. It's called Deal Breaker. Uh, okay. If you pick this card up and you throw it down, uh, you can tell somebody, I want your whole set of properties. You know, you can do things like that. So it's a really fun game. You, it's, uh, I think it's it, – the reason why I like it so much is, is it's Monopoly, but it's way faster. I mean, the, the game's kind of – I like wonder. 20 minutes, you know what I mean? But right. That's, that's the best part about it. And that, and that is – that's when you're, that's when you're relaxing, you're playing games, or you're a TV guy? Um, we play – me and my wife, we play, uh, we play the games, uh, like the little board games. We got Monopoly deals, stuff like that. Uh, we don't have many board games here. Uh, all of them are in a box right now. But, uh, yeah, we be watching TV, you know, just hanging out. Yeah, that's basically what it is right now. You know, it's Kyle, not when I was younger. Kyle Long suggested that uh, Per Diem game was the best. What is the Per Diem game? <laughs> the Per Diem game. It's uh, So we just take our – so say we get a dollar, five bucks, and $50. And we got like a, the whole line together and you take the last number, every, every bill has a number on it, you know, the serial number and we go high or low. So somebody will yell out, well, we got this round. It's high. All right. We'll take the dollar bill. Whoever has the highest, if somebody has a nine, you know what I mean? And somebody has an eight, somebody has a seven, whatever going all the way down. The person with the high, they take that dollar bill from everybody. So if it's, um, if it's 10 people, you get $10, you know what I mean? Uh, and for example, if you go to the $5 bill, you get that amount, but the best is if you get the $50 bill, everybody's done. People really don't care about the $1. Everybody cares about that $50 bill, you know? So that was the game we was, that's the game we played uh, quite a bit on the bus, you know, going to the away games. Sounds a little bit like liar's poker. Sounds like what? Liar's poker. Are you familiar with liar's poker? With the no, I've never heard of that. 
Um, let's talk a little bit of football. I, I'm curious your thoughts. The um, You got here just this year. The, the line has been incredible so far. I think people might have started out worried just because there's a lot of new parts on, on the field. You know, Morgan Moses gets let go. I think that was a surprise to a lot of people. But uh, a lot of credit has gone to Matsko. The, the organization has been really good for having a lot of good offensive line coaches all the way back to Shanahan, really. What have you found from him coaching-wise? Uh, what I found about him is he's just, you know, he's pretty – I would say he's, he coaches everybody, you know what I mean? He's uh, – whether it's, you know, the rookie that he's always on or whether it's the eight-year, seven-year guys like me, Brandon, and uh, Eric. You know, he coaches everybody from no matter who they are all the way up to no matter what they've done. You know, and he's always on us about, you know, making sure we're doing the right thing, you know, and being focused and staying involved and just basically, yeah, just continue to do the right things. And that's something that he always preaches and he always harps. And it's something that we've been, you know, trying to trying to do on the field. You know, if we put ourselves in the best position, you know, it's very hard for us to get beat. You know, we try not to put ourselves in tough positions. We, try, we like to take the right sets. We like to take the right footwork, you know. If you do everything correctly, it's, it's, it makes it harder for those guys to beat us. Bill Parcells said a long time ago, it takes a lot of snaps for an offensive line to gel. You and Eric Flowers seemingly have gelled pretty quickly. What What do you think has led to that? I think it has to do with um, what we did in camp. I mean, I was working with, you know, a lot of different guys. I was working with Wes. I was working with Eric, you know. So, and honestly, for me, it wasn't that hard because being in Chicago, I had to play with a lot of different guards next to me anyway. So I just like to learn what they, what they need to do. And I kind of adjust my game to that. What are they, what's their, what are they good at? Um, and understand that. And then I can adjust my game from there, you know? And yeah, that's, that's, that's something that actually been a blessing in disguise. Honestly. You guys spent all off season kind of preparing for Fitzpatrick back there then, you know, before you even really got a chance to block for him, it, it's Heineke. He seems to have brought a little bit of juice. I'm curious your thoughts, the difference between blocking for the two and and what, you know, that backup quarterback always brings a little juice to the room. It, it, can you feel it? Oh, yeah. Heineke is just energy. That's all he is. He's just a ball of energy, you know what I mean? Uh, but he's really calm, really cool. But both of them have a lot of similarities of how they – how they are in the huddle, you know what I mean? Both are really calm, really cool, and collected. Um, but, you know, Heineke just brings uh, youth, very much so. There's a, just a life of a <laughs> fountain of youth to the to the deal. Um, and Fitz was the old Wisey, uh, Wiley vet. You know, he was he was very, uh, very heady, very understands the game very well. And, you know, just two completely different quarterbacks. But, like I said, both really, really good in their own way. Let's switch gears here. I, I think people would be surprised at the amount of time you guys spend off the field giving back, and, and that's really kind of what we're here to talk about today. Tell people, it's my understanding, I've not spent a lot of time in NFL um, locker rooms or out in Ashburn, but there's usually like a board with, with opportunities each week to go and, and give back, um, and, and that's the thing that I know a lot of players take pride in. Would you speak a little bit on that? Yeah, uh, some places I've been, like, oh, I was in Chicago, they definitely had that. Uh, definitely had a board of, you know, a sign-up sheet, and you can 
You know, you see that always filled up by the end of the week, you know, with people trying to give back and people always, you know, paying it forward. And that's something that, you know, us as athletes, you know, people, they look at us as, you know, this is what we do, but uh, like football is what we do or being an athlete is what we do, but also we're human beings. We love helping and giving back to the community. And that's something I definitely pride myself in because uh, I remember where I came from and I understand that there's others out there that can, you know, use a helping hand and use uh, uh, words of encouragement. I think it's easy to, to look at guys playing on the football field and, and see them as football players. But, you know, that's, that's your job. I, you know, we love it so much, you know, that I, I think it, it's easy for us to, to forget sometimes that, you know, you guys are humans just like, you know, these people like the rest of us and that just it is your job. We just happen to love it and watch it and you, and you, and you share it with us yep. uh, every week. I, I had been sent, I, I think the first time I really kind of got put on to you as far as some of this different stuff goes, uh, the Inspire Change folks had sent me the video you did um, that helped out with the, the police reform. Um, and that was really cool stuff. Uh, and, and I know that you have your own charity, the Beyond the Entertainer, and you've been raffling off in, in tickets and, and you had the coffee uh, promotion, which I'm a five cup a day man. So <laughs> I was I was loving that. So tell us a little bit about what you've been doing. And, and I know you've got some Christmas stuff coming up and, and I'm sure you're doing a bunch of stuff. So please tell us all about it. Yeah. So some stuff we've been doing, um, like you've mentioned, uh, words of encouragement. I believe words are very powerful. Um, and that's something that we've been doing uh, for all the home games. So we pick a word and, you know, we want to hear what people's, you know, what the word means to them and how, what the word means to them and the story behind the word. So we use word like resiliency. That's one word that comes to mind. We use different other words, but that's the one that sticks out the most because these words mean something to me as well. Um, and we give out tickets for that. Um, another thing we did, we went to a, a middle school and, um, Washington, D.C., Alice Dale Middle School. Um, and it was the day of family um, game night. And that's when we were talking about the games. Um, and one thing for me as being a youth, I really love giving back to the youth because that's like the, you know, that's, that's where you can make the most impact, in my opinion. And I want them to understand the importance of family and the importance of being around your family and spending time with them. Because uh, I know what it meant to me and what it means to my family about spending time together. And that's how you build a happy home and a healthy home, you know, is that time you spend. Uh, a lot of people, we, I mean, a lot of us, we always spend time with this, you know, this thing captures us a lot now, you know. So if you can put that away and just spend an hour with your family, how, 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 what's the impact that that's going to make added up over time? Um, and also some things that we're doing later on, we're doing some stuff around the Halloween time. Um, and Thanksgiving, Christmas. Yeah, we got something rolling out almost every single month uh, until the end of the season. And, you know, I'm just really excited to, you know, get the organization up and running. Uh, this is something that me and my wife was talking about for quite some time now, actually. Uh, and we were just like, how we want to do it, how we want to make it work. And we finally got it going. And it's, it's going to be doing some really good things. Yeah. Well, tell the folks where they can, uh, where they can find it and um, donate it. And of course, we'll, we'll pump it out all over the place for oh, you. Oh, yeah. Uh, so you got Beyond the Entertainer. That's at Beyond the Entertainer. That's on, uh, that is on Instagram. And Beyond the 72 is on Twitter. 
So you got both those outlets. Beyond the Entertainer was too long for uh, Twitter, so we had to go beyond the 72. Um, but yeah, that's those, those are the outlets. And our, my whole mission, our whole mission in this aspect is um, mentorship and, you know, letting people, letting youth understand that there's more to the athlete. There's more beyond the entertainer, the inter athlete or entertainer. I use entertainer instead of athlete because, you know, where I'm from in Oakland, you know, we look at things like, you know, being a, being a basketball player, football player, uh, or musician, a rapper, singer, something like that is a source of entertainment. Or even if you look at uh, what's going on now, like social media, that's entertainment as well. That's people being entertainment with comedy and things like that. And they think that's the only way out. Well, it's really nice things behind that. If you're still passionate about that, um, the chances of you being that, you know, that star athlete, uh, that, that famous athlete are very slim. Even if you do everything right, you know, you still might not make it because that's just the way, it's, that's the way it goes. But you can still be a part of it. You can still be uh, involved. And there's still opportunities out there for you. And I just want, that, want them to be educated on that and help them get those opportunities. Well, I love it, man. I, I really dig it. And I appreciate you giving us a little time today. And, uh, you know, we wish you health and uh, success and um, all the great things. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. All right. Peace. And I appreciate you, man. Really. No problem, man. Thanks for having me. It was good talking to you. Absolutely. Appreciate you. All right, man. You take it easy.